As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The Bible says, be not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Good morning, friends. Welcome back once again to Financial Issues with Dan Celia. I am Seth Yudinsky here with you, Dan's audio producer, continuing on for Dan Celia today. Dan uh, went home to be with the Lord almost a month ago. And while we continue to mourn, we also continue to praise God and celebrate his life his legacy, and most of all, his eternal life right now as he is with the Lord. We're thrilled for that. We're confident in that hope, and we hope that you all are too as you continue on with us. Folks, thank you once again for being here with us today. It is good to be back with you once again. I will be here with you for this first hour, like usual, and then Shanna Bird has taken over in the second hour. Just want to remind you, uh, at 9.30, we have a special guest on the program, dear friend of the ministry, Aaron Cade of Christian Community Credit Union is coming on with me at 9.30 to talk about what Dan meant to him, as well as a new rebrand that happened with Christian, Christian Community Credit Union. So we're excited for that. We love our friends over at CCCU. Make sure if you want to learn more about them, you can always visit them at mycccu.com, mycccu.com. We love Christian Community Credit Union coming alongside us to help us be biblically responsible in our investments and managing our money. So glad you're with us today, folks. Uh, did want to just remind you as well to continue praying for Yvonne, Ann, and Jean, and the family, Matt, Kay, the kids. Uh, it was a joy for me yesterday for a brief time. I got to speak with Yvonne, Ann, and Jean, uh, and it is just an honor and a privilege to be able to see their faithfulness and their courage and their steadfastness and their trust in the Lord as they continue on, uh, knowing that Dan is not with them and he's not with us anymore. Uh, they, they still grieve tremendously, um, so we need to keep them in prayer for sure, but they are just shining examples of steadfastness, and that is an encouragement for me to see, and I hope it's one for you all as well as you hear about that. So continue to keep the Celia family in your prayer, folks, and a reminder as well that uh, Yvonne and the family has requested that you would not send flowers to them in honor of Dan. Instead, you can make a donation to any of the ministries Dan loved, particularly Financial Issues or Preborn or India Partners or Woodrow Kroll Ministries. Any one of those would do just fine and would bring honor to Dan's name and to his legacy. 
Folks, I do want to remind you, we mentioned this yesterday, we're going to keep talking about it, that Shanna Burt is taken over as the full-time official host of Financial Issues in less than a week. Mark your calendars, save the date, May 2nd, Monday, May 2nd, 9.05 Eastern Time, 8.05 Central, 7.05 Mountain, 6.05 Pacific. Shanna Burt will be taken over for that first hour of financial issues. A couple of you asked yesterday, just so you all know, we're going to plan to replay that hour in the second hour as well. So if you miss the first hour, you can always catch it in the second hour as well or download the podcast. Make sure to get that as well off the phone app or on the website. Shanna will be on for that hour and we are just thrilled and excited for that. We're moving forward trusting in the Lord. Shanna is the gal for the job. And I am thrilled and excited to be able to jump back to my previous role of producing for her. Uh, and standing behind the microphone, behind the camera, so that you don't have to see my face anymore. That is exciting stuff. Uh, this does mean, though, as I mentioned yesterday, this is our final week together with me in front of the camera with you all. So we're going to make the most of that time. I want to just say once again, it's been an honor and a joy to be able to march with you through this very difficult time in our ministry. And I'm I'm still humbled and and very sobered thinking about the fact that the Lord gave me this opportunity in in such a you know in such a time as this. So I hope to have been found faithful, and I'm going to try to do that the rest of this week. Um, Folks, I do just want to let you all know that tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday, Shanna has a prior commitment, so she's not going to be on the program tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday during her second hour, which means I'll be taking us through both of the hours of our live program. It's pretty funny how uh, that kind of ended up happening. That was not planned. Um, but I think the Lord has a funny way of doing things. In my final week of hosting the show, he told me, hey, you're going to host two hours the last three days. So uh, trusting that he's going to give me the strength to do that. But I encourage you all uh, to make sure to tune in for those days. As, as you all know, I, I won't be able to answer your financial questions, um, but I will be able to talk to you about other things that are happening in the world. So I encourage you to tune in for those days as well as we prepare to tee it off for Shanna Burt on Monday and to stick with us as well, folks. I would ask you to do that. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, in addition to our biblical encouragement each of those days, we'll have some guests, and I, I, I also plan on uh, playing a couple extra Dan clips as well. Um, we've been trying to keep Dan's voice in the show every single day. We're going to do that today. We have another Investment 101 clip of Dan, but I'd like to do a little more of that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, uh, just because Dan's wisdom is so good and it's so timely as well, and there's so much of it there's so much of it also. So we'll do that as well Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And we'll also continue on in our biblical encouragement, looking at the theology of finances, which we'll look at later on today, probably in the last segment. I believe we'll have time for it then. So I'm excited for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, folks. I hope that you'll see that as an opportunity to uh, be fed spiritually and to prepare your hearts to be ready when Shanna takes over full-time on Monday, May the 2nd. So excited for that, folks. Excited to continue on and Uh, Why don't we switch gears here for just a second here and look at what is going on in the world. Before we do that, though, I will remind you, phone lines are open. They're wide open. You can call in 610-363-1110. If you call in right now, you will be the first in the queue, and I'll go right to you, assuming it's a question that I can answer, which, as I'll say, as I've said many times before, I'm not equipped to tell you what to do with your Roth IRA or your 401k, but I can tell you what's going on in the world or talk to you about what the Scripture says about how to manage that stuff. Uh, And also, I would love to hear any Tributes of Dan, any uh, uh, encouraging words for the ministry that you have. We love that stuff. Uh, I don't want to say it to be self-serving. It's just wonderful to hear. It's sweet like honey, as the scripture says. So we love getting to hear that. So if you want to call in, now's a good time to do it. 610-363-1110. Otherwise, if you have a financial question, wait about 45 minutes. You can call in then and you'll get right in with Shanna. 
So folks, big news story here that has to do with worldview tech, a lot of stuff here, even finances to a degree. Elon Musk has officially taken over the helm of Twitter. He bought all the remaining shares of the company that he did not previously own. Yesterday, it was made official. The numbers that I saw were $54.20 per share for a total of roughly $46, $47 billion. Folks, let me just say this right away. This is phenomenally good news for free speech. This is great news. Elon Musk has made very clear that he wants to remake Twitter into what it was originally supposed to be, which was a platform for free speech. In the last couple of years, Twitter has been morphed and, and really, I think, twisted negatively to become a platform uh, for leftists to say whatever they want and for conservatives to basically be silenced. And obviously, folks, this has made leftists quite, uh, let's, let's just say this, they're, they're shaking in their boots today. Because they know what Elon is planning to do, and this could mean that they're going to lose a lot of control over a big tech giant. This is great news. Now, I do need to make a disclaimer here, and I said yesterday, I've said, I've said many times before, I'm not equipped to answer financial questions, but I am going to speak to something financially right now. Do not purchase Twitter stock. Okay, just because Elon Musk bought it and this is a good move for free speech doesn't mean that Twitter is biblically responsible. Okay, don't purchase it. Don't do that. However... This is really good news for conservatives and it's really good news for free speech. I believe with all my heart, I've said this before and I'll say it again. If big tech had not completely and utterly controlled the narrative of the 2020 elections and they were not totally hell bent on making sure that Donald Trump got out of office, I believe that Donald Trump would have won that election fair and square, assuming also that the election was not fraudulent assuming that it was a fair election and also that it was fair in terms of big tech, I think Donald Trump absolutely would have won. Absolutely. I think there was a lot of conspiracy involved there, and I don't want to say it in conspiracy theory, but rather a conspiracy of these giant big tech leftist companies coming together and saying, we got to get this guy out of office because we don't like him. So this is great news. Elon Musk said this yesterday. He said, he tweeted it actually on his new platform that he now owns fully. I hope that even my worst critics, my my worst critics, excuse me, my worst worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. And that is so true, folks. This is what we want. We want someone who's going to enable free speech. That's all. Musk, I don't think he's a Christian. I don't even know if he's a conservative. But he's someone who's committed to free speech. And that's a core foundation of this country, that you can say things without having a fear of being canceled. So it's good that, that, that we're getting this back here. We'll keep talking about that a little more when we come back next, folks. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. I'm Seth Udinsky, continuing on for Dan Celia. We'll be right back after this break. Don't go anywhere. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Folks, today's a good day. If you're someone who cares about free speech and doesn't want your voice to be silenced just because uh, you believe that um, unborn babies are human lives or you believe that men and women are biologically different, this is good news. It's a good, good, a, a good day today for proponents of free speech. Folks, obviously there's still some T's that need to be crossed and I's that need to be dotted before Musk officially takes control of the company, but it was it was unofficially announced yesterday, and uh, for all intents and purposes, he is now the owner of Twitter. So again, it's great news. I did want to mention here, Jack Dorsey, Twitter's co-founder, who at times has been an enemy of free speech, he supported Musk. He said this, solving, uh, excuse me, solving the problem, Elon is the singular solution I trust. I trust his mission to extend the light of consciousness. It's good to see some accountability here from Jack Dorsey. I think he realizes also, and by the way, Dorsey is one of the co-founders of Twitter. I believe he also realizes that the uh, big tech company has gone horribly wayward from what its original intent was, was to be a platform of free speech. And it has not been that. Hopefully Musk takes it back to that. It's good news, folks. Good, good stuff here. Uh, we have a call here in the queue. I'm going to go to Jeff from Georgia. Jeff is calling, wants to talk about Dan. Jeff, good morning, brother. You're on financial issues. Uh, how you doing? I've never talked to you before, but over the years, I've talked to Dan a number of times. And, uh, when I left, I, I, I do really high in DOD work from a technical aspect. And I left the country. When I left the country, he was supposedly doing a lot better. I was shocked when I got back Sunday. I actually checked uh, yesterday to find out he'd passed. But uh, uh, he's uh, Shanna's going to have some big, big, big shoes to fill there. Um, I, I'm going to miss Dan's uh, uh, commentary. I'll call them righteous rants, what I, which I would get on. <laughs> with him and i hope shanna will learn if she doesn't already how to do a righteous rant mm. i also appreciate art from our discussions and others that called in about unifying christians against this uh woke onslaught mm. and i think he had a major influence on that and Amen. uh his, and his wisdom and uh, uh i've been doing trading uh and investing for a long time 
and you can get a lot of information online, software and charts and stuff. But the biggest reason I became a member was the hard thing to find out is which stocks or which investments are biblically responsible mm. or not. And uh, I will always appreciate that. I'll continue to be a member because that seems to be information that these uh, big companies like to keep undercover as much as possible to get, you know, people misled to invest in biblically irresponsible uh, investments. Mm. But I'm really going to miss him. I'm going to miss talking to him, too. But um, mm. hopefully you guys will uh, – uh, not give up the commentary and uh, and continue on with his uh, patent uh, and and fabulous uh, righteous rant. Mm. Amen, Jeff. Thanks so much for those words, brother. And man, I can assure you, first of all, thanks so much for your membership and for continuing on with us. And secondly, I can promise you. Shanna Burt is well-equipped to continue that. I, I hope that you have been listening. If you have been, you've heard some righteous rants from her as well. Uh, her style slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Right. I've been out of the country, so I, I when I'm when I'm in these highly mm. secured facilities, I can't sure. keep up with stuff like that. Sure. But uh, I, I, I sure look don't don't give that up because we need that Absolutely. voice out there. Absolutely, and also to continue to get get all Christians of uh, uh if if need be every denomination and Jews are very similar. Mm. You know, we we all need to hang together because our enemy is definitely united. Sure. And their general Satan. The only way we can defeat them is to be united, not fragmented. Mm. Amen, Jeff. Thanks for those words, brother. And I, I, you can count on that. We're going to continue on in that way. We're going to keep the fight going. We're going to be united against this darkness that's moving. Keeping on Dan's mission of spreading Christ and making him known, exposing him for all he is, all he means, all then and uh, all that he can do. So I, I want to give you some words of encouragement there and comfort. We're going to continue on in that exact way, brother. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Right, well, I appreciate all of you. Uh, bless all of you, Darlene. She's mm -hmm. been there a long time. Uh, I know this is weighing heavy on you, and of course it is to me because absolutely. I didn't find out about it till yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jeff, we appreciate you calling so much, brother, and appreciate those kind words you shared about Dan uh, also. And hope you can call back once again soon, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yep. God bless. Good stuff there from Jeff, folks. Exactly right. And I do want to make a point here also. Shanna is absolutely 100% the perfectly well-equipped person to continue on in that regard with Dan. Not only is she financially capable, but she's got the same passion Dan does. You know, she's, she's got a, a, a little bit of a gentler tone at times. Obviously, you all remember Dan's, uh, uh, you know, sarcastic humor that we all loved. Uh, Shanna has a bit of a gentler tone, but the same passion, same exact passion, same love for the Lord, the same desire for biblical truth and for these conservative values that we hold so dear, man, she's got it. She has got it. So I hope that can be of comfort to you all as well. Listen, folks, we're not changing. We're not, we are not changing the mission of this ministry, not changing one bit, continuing forward to be biblically responsible and continuing to fight back against the darkness of the enemy. That's it. That's, the, that's that fight that we talked about, you know, a couple weeks ago after, after Dan's passing, and we're going to continue on in that way. I promise you that. That will never, ever, ever change. Let's hope that can be words of comfort to you all here, folks. Friends, uh, in that vein, let's shift for just a moment here and take a quick look at our next 
clip from Dan that he created for us so faithfully a couple years ago, Investment 101 Back to Basics. It's a reminder for us to get back to the basics of why we started in this, why we wanted to invest biblically. And in this clip here, folks, it builds off of what we looked at yesterday. It's all about placing a trade, placing a trade here. So we're going to take a look at this here now. Dan Celia, Investment 101 Back to Basics. So as you're continuing to buy uh, different things and you can place a multiple trades. So now you say, okay, that I bought something in the utility section. Now I'm going to go over to energy. I'm going to buy this stock. You can put that money in and continue to buy uh, as you're doing that. And there's nothing wrong with doing it. Remember, you're doing this for eight, 10 years, maybe uh, permanent. I do want to mention to you, if you are a partner, uh, the the stocks on my list, it's going to be a couple more coming uh, in the very near future. I'm just looking at one thing to wait for two in particular that I'm going to add to the uh, yellow. But if it's highlighted in yellow, keep in mind it's a foundational stock. So if it's a foundational stock, meaning that this is a cornerstone of your portfolio, it's not something you're going to trade. You're not going to even take profit. You're just going to let it, you're just going to let it ride. Uh, for as long as you're in the investment thing, you're just going to let it go. And if that's the case, it really is no, no sense in dollar cost averaging in. You make a decision to buy it, man, just buy it. Okay? So that's, that's the other thing I wanted to point out to you. Let me just talk a little bit now as we uh, close this segment out of my, about one of my all-time pet peeves that I have never, ever been able to fix. That's how ingrained this is in the human nature. I've never been able to fix it. All I've been able to do is whine and moan about it. I can't fix it. I just complain about it all the time. I wish I could. I fix it in myself. I don't have this. It Frankly, it never even enters my thought, to be honest with you. It really doesn't. But... Um, and I would, I would say that's probably true of a lot of, you know, a professional investment <clears throat> traders. Now, maybe you can guess what it is. I bet you've heard me talk about this so many times. One of the most confusing things in, in the world is to me, and no matter how much I teach it, you'll still do it, that I have a stock that I put on my list that's a great company that I feel is going to go up. But you look at it and you say, $71 a share? Uh, Maybe good, but I'm not, I'm not putting, I'm not buying a stock that expensive. And that would be why? Do you know why? Think about it. Do you really know why? I bet most of you don't. I bet you don't have a legitimate answer as to why you wouldn't do that. Well, it's expensive. Well, I know, but why wouldn't you buy it? Because it's expensive. Well, what's that got to do with anything? Well, I just, I, I don't know. It's just expensive. I don't want to, you know, I'm only investing $1,000. I don't want to pay $71 a share. Why? Because well, well, it's expensive. You see what I'm getting at. You need to understand if you want to be successful, you need to understand you are not investing in a price of a stock. You're investing an amount of money. 
You're investing $1,000. Why do you care if you earn 10% on the money with $71 stock or $7 stock? Why do you care? 10% on $1,000 is 10% on $1,000. Why do you care? The only time you care about how many shares you have is if you're an income investor. And even then, it shouldn't matter that much. It shouldn't matter at all, in my opinion. But you're, you're not, what's the difference? You need, and this is what I'm going to leave you with, you need to understand that you are investing an amount of money and your goal is to earn money on your investment. It's irrelevant whether it's seven shares or 70 shares, 700 shares or 7,000 shares. It's irrelevant. You're trying to earn money on a certain amount of money. Please don't buy things just because they're cheap. And please don't avoid things just because they're expensive. It is the, the number one mistake that... Ordinary, regular people doing it themselves make, and I don't want you to make that mistake. Please don't make that mistake. Just invest some money. It'll serve you very well. Tomorrow, we continue this trip and this course. Don't miss it. Folks, that is true for us as well. We will look more tomorrow at what Dan has to continue to say to us from his investment stewardship 101 moments here. Folks, I hope that it gives you comfort. Honestly, I really do. I hope that seeing those those videos is not too painful. I know it's, man, it's always bittersweet. And it's going to be bittersweet for a long time because Dan meant something to us. He meant something a lot to us. So we're going to continue on with those together, folks. In this next segment, friends, we got Aaron Cade, Senior VP and Chief Marketing Officer of Christian Community Credit Union, a friend of mine and a friend of our ministry. We love Aaron, and we're excited to see this uh, new look that Christian Community Credit Union has, as well as to get to hear Aaron's uh, testimony and tribute to our founder, Dan Celia. Folks, you're listening to Financial Issues. We'll be right back after this break. Don't go anywhere. More Financial Issues right after this. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Six ten three six three eleven ten, folks. That's the number to call into the program if you want to queue your call up. Uh, if you want to talk to Shannon, now's not a bad time to do it. You'll have to wait a little bit, but I'll tell you what, you'll be the first in the queue if you call, and Shannon will be right there to answer it. Uh, if you want to wait just a couple minutes, feel free to do that. Or if you want to talk to me, give a tribute to Dan, talk about what's going on in the world or going on uh, in the world of Christianity, politics, you want to talk about what the scripture says about your finances, you're welcome to do that as well and call in right now. Folks, markets did just open very quickly. We'll take a quick look at this. They closed yesterday, all positive territory. Open today, mostly negative. The Dow's down just under negative uh, 1%. S&P 500 is about at the same spot, actually. NASDAQ is hovering right around negative 1%, and oil is up. Oil is the only one that's positive right now. It's uh, about 1.5%, so we'll keep an eye on those. But for right now, folks, we have a special guest on with us today, Aaron Cade, the Senior VP and Chief Marketing Officer of Christian Community Credit Union. We love CCCU. And I want to remind you all, if you want to learn more about CCCU, Christian Community Credit Union, go to myccu.com. That's myccu.com. You can check out all of the good ways that uh, you can do banking well, and um, you can manage your money well as, as, as well. It's aligned with our mission here. And Aaron, it's an honor to have you on today, brother. Thanks for coming on the program. Thank you, and God bless. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Aaron, I, I would love to just open our conversation here to give you the chance to pay tribute to Dan and to what he um, you know, meant to you. I was, I was so thankful for, for your efforts in trying to call into the program when we did our tribute show several weeks ago, and our phone lines were so full that <laughs> it was tough to uh, get in, man. But I just wanted to give you that, that, that chance now with no uh, you know, time constraints to talk about Dan and what he meant to you as a brother in Christ and also you know, as a partner in the ministry of sharing the gospel through this specific avenue of biblically faithful financing. Well, thank you. Thank you, Seth. Yeah. I mean, I, so many of the, the CCCU family and I, we, we miss Dan, um, his, his, his such a powerful mouthpiece for the Lord, but we rejoice in the knowledge that he is at home with his, with, with the Lord. He's at home in his eternity. Mm. Um, I just, I just thank God for the, for the partnership we've, we had with, we've had with Dan Amen. and financial issues over the last five years. Um, Dan's eternal perspective on faith and finances is not only is not only a great guide for listeners but for the credit union itself as it so much of what he had to to say and teach motivates our work every day um is, is behind so much of what we do every day to serve members uh to serve christ followers across the country um and uh you know we so many so many members of the credit union over the years have been have been part of the show and uh, you know, just just hearing them uh recollect their experiences with dan just how passionate um he his passion for the lord his wisdom his steadfastness um just 
just gave me great joy to hear uh, so many members of the credit union uh, relate their stories of Dan. Um, and it, it's, he, he truly, you know, he truly was um, a, a powerful, a powerful mouthpiece for the Lord. Amen. Um, mm, thank you so much for those words, brother. It is so true. And we do miss Dan terribly, as we know you guys do as well. Uh, Aaron, what, what was it specifically, you know, about Dan and also I would say about our ministry here at Financial Issues, what, what, what was it that made it such a good match for us to partner with Christian Community Credit Union? You know, it's, it, first and foremost is that we share the same, the same values of biblical financial stewardship mm. and something that I, it, it, it almost seems odd to say this, but something that just, I, I find so, found so compelling about Dan in financial issues is he speaks the truth. He's not afraid to speak the truth. Amen. In a, in a, in a time when many are, are, are coward into um, denying the truth, he spoke the truth every day um, and uh, so powerfully and painted such a, such a vivid picture of how to faithfully manage your finances in a biblically appropriate way, in a God honoring way. And that's, that's, that motivates that motivates us at the credit union as well. Mm. Uh, it's why we're here um, to serve Christ followers, to live and give more abundantly. Absolutely. It was such a, it was such a, it just, it's a partnership that made so much sense. Mm. Mm, certainly does. And it's one that we're very proud of. And we thank you so much, Aaron. And I do want to just remind you folks, once again, if you want to learn more about Christian Community Credit Union, myccu.com. Aaron, let's uh, switch topics here for just a moment and talk about some of the changes that are happening with Christian Community Credit Union. I know you guys just had a little bit of a uh, you know rebrand. Can you tell me just a little bit more about what that looks like? Absolutely. And I'll give you a little background sure. on it. We, um, in uh, back in 2021, took an intentional effort to really gather insights from our members, from our, from our staff, from prospective members to really find out what is it that um, members are looking for from us? Um, why, why, do, why do we exist? What is our unique purpose in, the, in this world? And you know, what we learned was, was invigorating. And I'll, I'll take even a couple of steps further back. You know, 65 years ago, a group of American Baptist ministers formed the, the, the credit union. It was the American Baptist Ministers Credit Union. Um, over time, they expanded their, um, you know, and their whole, their whole idea was to be able to pool their money together to be able to help other churches uh, to grow and o- open up new churches to grow, increase the faith, because so there, weren't, there weren't any financial institutions who even knew how to work with churches or who were willing to work with churches. Over time, that became the American Baptist Credit Union. And about 20 years ago, uh, the credit union took the step of opening up its field of membership to, uh, to Christians across the country. Um, but it's been, it's been, it had been many years since we had looked at our brand, looked at ourselves and what, what is our purpose. So we were just excited by what we learned um, in this research. And we interviewed numerous members, staff and prospective members and we found two things uh, common in what they told us. One is they're looking for, to us for so much more than just financial solutions, um, looking to help, uh, looking for us to play a role in, in many more a- aspects of life than just finances. Mm. And secondly, we learned that generosity is in our DNA. Mm. Um, so this work really illuminated our purpose as a credit union. Um, and that purpose is to serve Christ followers, to live and give more abundantly. Mm. 
Absolutely. Aaron, what, what um, specifically does this rebrand look like now? Do you guys have a new logo, a new mission statement? What is that? What is that kind of looking like? It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's it. It helped illuminate our purpose, which is our, also our mission. Mm. Um, but we've also got a, a compelling vision, um, mm. and this is really what what is the what is the the thing that we're striving for in this world, uh, and that is to build a community of Christ followers who transform our world through their lives and generosity. Mm. Um, and so it goes beyond. It goes somewhat far beyond finances. Um, Yes, and then there, there's a the visual expression of our of our of our brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, you, you'll see you, you can already see a, a bit of a new look, um, a new logo, a new representation of our name, um, new color palette. But we're now taking this and transforming our um, all of our messaging to be really consistent with what we learned um, in research to very consistently communicate this message. And so you'll see in our logo um, it. That it, it first and foremost it represents our Christian faith, so you can clearly see the cross in our logo. Mm. But you can also see a tree in theirs, which conveys, um, which conveys life, abundance, um, and fruitfulness. And uh, and then the leaves um, represent our connection with with our members, with our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just I'm excited about this refreshed look and, and, uh, and how I think it does a really good job of conveying our purpose in this world, why we, why we are here, how we, how we serve members. Mm. Aaron, that's, that's awesome. Uh, that is really cool. And that's, that's an exciting time for you guys. And that's an, an really exciting time for us here at the ministry. Cause that's another thing now folks that we can be praying for that as Christian community credit union has this, this fresh start, you know, it's both a fresh start, but it's also a continuation of what they've already been doing. Uh, to be able to lift them up in prayer. And Aaron, that's actually my last question for you here, brother, is as you guys uh, sort of begin this new rebrand and kind of this new chapter in your ministry, what are some ways that the Financial Issues listeners can come alongside you, pray for you, and really, uh, you know, lift lift you guys up in this time? Well, I, you know, I would, uh, I would just ask, we would love to serve even more um, financial issues that members mm-hmm. we have a, 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 over the over the last five years a good number of financial issues um, audience uh, financial issues members have joined the credit union um, and have come, faithfully come alongside us uh, to uh, to meet their financial needs to grow financially mm-hmm. and we'd love to serve more uh, we serve love to serve more of you and when you and when you do business with the credit union, you're putting your money to work to help spread the gospel, to help combat human trafficking, to help um, to help protect vulnerable children. Money that is entrusted with a credit union is there to help ministries grow. It's money that we can that we can use to 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 lend out to to ministries who are looking to grow, um, who are looking to add new locations to renovate um, the church facilities, looking to, to purchase their property for the first time, even to buy equipment, um, AV equipment for the, for the ministry. And when we understand uh, Christian ministries like, like no other financial institution, um, so just your faithfulness and uh, w- with the credit union, we, we can help serve you, but you, you, when you trust uh, your finances with us, we can help serve more Christians across this country and help grow the faith. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, brother. Folks, 
if you want to do biblical investing well, and if, if, if you also want to do money management well in a biblical way, you got to check out Christian Community Credit Union, mycccu.com. Once again, go check it out, mycccu.com. Aaron, thank you so much, brother, for being on the program today. It was a joy to have you on. I always love having you, and I look forward to when we get to do this once again. Thank you, Seth. God bless. Absolutely. God bless you, brother. Folks, myccu.com. Make sure to check out Christian Community Credit Union. We'll be right back, friends. One more segment with me, and then I'm handing things off to my dear friend, Shanna Burt, who's going to be taking us over in the next hour, as well as taking over long-term with a host of financial issues. We're thrilled for that. More financial issues right after this. Make sure to call in 610-363-1110. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The opinions and recommendations expressed on this show do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. Folks, I hope you enjoyed that interview there with Aaron Cade. We love our friends at Christian Community Credit Union and want to encourage you, if you're looking for a way to do banking well and do it biblically, you got to check them out. MyCCCU.com, Christian Community Credit Union. It's great stuff. Folks, seeing uh, a lot of things here on uh, social media, I thank all of you for partaking here. Joanne, I see your encouraging words there, sister. Thank you so much. Uh, Mac also is bringing up a uh, interesting point here. I, uh, Mac, I appreciate your words too, saying, you know, I know many of us are still waiting to learn who will be making the buy list and suggesting buys and sells. Who can do what Dan did? It's a good question, Mac, but I got to tell you, man, uh, this is something that we are moving forward in. We're praying together as a ministry and uh, we're not going to announce anything on the air just yet, but you can count on the fact that we've got uh, a very good plan in place uh, to be able to make sure that you all have that resource, a very important resource that Dan was so good at. And, you know, Mac, you do raise a good question. Who can do what Dan did? Dan has big shoes. 
He's got huge shoes. But we trust Shanna Burt. Shanna is handpicked by Dan to do the job well. And we're asking you all to understand that, to give her some, certainly, you know, give her some grace as well, but to also be confident. Shanna knows what she's doing. She knows exactly what she's doing. She knows how to do, uh, you know, to, to understand if stocks are biblically responsible, to, be, to you know, be able to see if, it, you know, if they're a good investment or not. She knows that. Dan trained her well. So be confident in that. Trust that. Mac, I appreciate you listening, brother, and uh, seeing all those other comments there on social as well. Thank you all for those encouraging words. It's good to see. Folks, let's shift our attention here in our final segment together before I hand things off to Shanna to our biblical encouragement. And this is an important one today, friends. We've been talking about the theology of finances. And if we talk about the theology of finances, we have to go down a little bit of a rabbit trail. And it's, it's, it's not a uh, too off the beaten path from our finances. It has a lot to do with our finances, but it's a little bit different because we're looking at a specific theological system here. And one that unfortunately has taken captive far too many Americans who claim to be Christians. Uh, It's a system of beliefs adopted by many American churchgoers known simply as the prosperity gospel. The prosperity gospel. You've heard me mention this briefly multiple times on the program before, but I feel it necessary for us to take a deep dive into it and to understand the trappings of it, the evil things behind it, and how we have to discern the uh, the, the truth from the lies in this evil system here. So, although the specifics of this belief system are disputed, the basic things are as follows. Prosperity gospel proponents believe this. If you obey God, then he will, guaranteed, he will bless you with three things. You ready for him? Health, wealth, and happiness. If you believe God, if you trust in God, if you follow God, he will guaranteed give you those things in this life. That is, in a nutshell, the prosperity gospel. Proponents of this belief system will take certain verses where we see, you know, blessing following obedience. That's certainly true in scripture. They'll also see where Jesus says, ask for whatever you wish in my name and it will be given to you. God's promise to pour out blessings on the righteous. And they will assume that this is what this means. That if I'm righteous and I'm good, then God has to give me whatever I want. That's the prosperity gospel. And folks, I want to tell you today, if you get nothing out of these next eight minutes that we have together, understand this. The prosperity gospel is a lie from the pit of hell. It is not the truth of scripture. It is not the real gospel. And please do not follow in that belief system. It's not true. It's not what the Bible teaches. It's a lie. I tell you this with this amount of intensity because I care for you. And there are many of us out there who, even if we won't outright come out and say, yeah, I'm I'm a prosperity gospel proponent all the way. We may not say that, but we may think in our minds, we may believe, you know, strands of it. We may think, okay, if I'm good, God's got to give me what I want, right? Maybe I will get that new car or the promotion or the bigger house. It's not what the Bible teaches. We need to discern the truth from the lie. We have to see what the scripture says about this. This is a heresy. It's a false belief system. And it can wreck our theology of finances, specifically if we mistakenly believe it. I actually believe it can make shipwreck of our souls as well. But specifically our theology of finances. If we start to think that the better I am, the more God is going to give me exactly what I want, that's not a good place to be. And that also starts telling us maybe to reframe our thinking into thinking that God is now my own personal servant to give me whatever I want. Well, who is God then? It's not God. Now it's you. 
that's the ultimate danger behind the prosperity gospel is it's really just self-idolatry once again, the sin behind all sin. Two verses I want us to consider today. The first is Luke 6, 22. Jesus says this. You ready for this? Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Our second passage, I'll read this one as well for us, is James chapter 1, 2 through 3, a rather well-known passage. James says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Now, what's true about both of those verses together? Well, they both talk about, in some various forms, persecution and hard times and struggles coming on to the Christian. And we see in these verses that persecution for the Christian who withstands under it brings with it blessing. And this flies in the face of a theology that says righteousness, if you're, if you're righteous, that means you'll get health, wealth, and a life of ease. Folks, listen to me for a second, okay? If you are looking for a life of ease, do yourself a favor and don't follow Jesus Christ. I would never tell anyone to not follow Jesus, but if you're looking for a life of ease, you're not going to find it in Jesus. Jesus promised that this life would be hard, that you will go through trials and persecutions, that the world will hate you, but that it will be worth it in eternity. It's wonderfully good news. Folks, if you think, oh, I'm being righteous, why is my life so hard? I'm trying to follow God. And look what's happened to me. I'm being persecuted. Trials are coming my way. Don't fret. You're doing what you're supposed to do. And what's happening to you is what's supposed to happen. When you follow the Lord, you are not guaranteed health, wealth, happiness, and all your wildest dreams. Look at what happened to the prophets. Look at what happened to the apostles. Look at what happened to the reformers. Look at what happened to courageous missionaries throughout all of history. Look at what happened to the Lord Jesus himself. They were killed. They were killed. They were hard-pressed on all sides. They were impoverished. They were considered as sheep to be slaughtered, as Romans 8 says. If you follow Jesus and you're expecting health, wealth, and happiness on this side of eternity, you are going to be mistaken and you're going to be let down. One of the core lies of the prosperity gospel is that righteousness equals whatever I want right now. Health, wealth, and happiness is coming, but not in this life, at least not guaranteed. That's coming in eternity. That's the reward. Praise God. Your living for Christ should cause you to focus on the heavenly reward that's coming. Not on having all your wildest dreams come true in this life. Folks, we can consider it joy when we encounter these trials because it makes us Christ-like. The prosperity gospel, friends, seeks success, wealth, and happiness as the end goal of the Christian, where the true gospel says the end goal of the Christian should be Christ-likeness. 
holiness. Looking more like God. That's the end goal. Folks, if you are living a life trying to serve Christ and you're not getting your wildest dreams, you're not getting the big house, you're not getting the promotion, you're not getting the car, don't fret. Don't think that you're doing something wrong. You know when you can start to panic and fret is when the world starts to look at you and starts to think, oh, wow, he's doing a great job. Look at his success and status. No, if you're living for Christ and you're struggling, if you're living for Christ and people revile you and they persecute you and you go through trials, that's good because Jesus promised it would happen to those who truly follow him. Folks, we got to be on guard against this. This has everything to do with how we view our finances. And I do not want to say, again, please don't mistake me, okay? Riches are not evil. If you are following Christ and God has blessed you with health, wealth, and happiness, please don't for one moment think, oh, wow, I must be really great. If you're following Christ and God has given you those gifts, it's not because you are good. It's because he is good. Because God is the giver of all good gifts and he delights to give gifts to his children. And he does as he pleases. And he can take that away if he wants to. And then what will you have? You got to have Christ. Because Christ is worth it. And Christ is more worth any of the riches and health and wealth that we have. Folks, are you desiring to live your best life now as so many of these prosperity preachers encourage us to do? Or are you keeping your eyes focused on what's coming on eternity? I pray for us here at Financial Issues that we're not focused on what's here and now, but on what's coming. Eternity. Friends, it was a joy to be here with you. I pray that you would not fall victim to believing this false belief system the prosperity gospel, but that you would believe the true gospel. That your end goal is not health, wealth, and happiness in this life, but that it's Christ-likeness. That you live to serve and please your great God and Savior who died on the cross and rose again so that you might have eternal life. Praise God for that beautiful, true gospel truth. Folks, Shanna Burt is coming up on the other side. It was a joy to be with you. I'll be back with you tomorrow, 9.05 Eastern Time, as usual. More financial issues right after this. Don't go anywhere. We will never compromise our principles and standards. We will never give away our freedom. We will never abandon our belief in God. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We in America should be grateful to God for the blessings he's given us. Don't let anyone tell you that America's best days are behind her. We have got to fight for this nation because I believe with all my heart this nation is in fact one nation under God. Welcome to Financial Issues. I'm Shanna Burt. I'm continuing on for Dan Celia, who has gone into glory. We still are uh, asking that if you want to make a donation in memory of all that Dan did for you, you can find that information on the front page of the website. It's www.financialissues.org. Yvonne and the family are requesting that instead of gifts or flowers, that donations be made to FISM. Preborn, Kroll Ministries, or India Partners. And you can find links to all of those there on the front of the webpage. And I just want to say thank you. There are so many partners that have sent in some very generous gifts, and we we thank you for that. And we appreciate your continued loyalty and your support as we hear from the Lord and work through all of the details on how to continue the ministry and keep giving you the great Uh, news and support and uh, guidance that you've come to depend on. So we miss Dan greatly, but we want to honor his memory and continue this ministry that the Lord raised him up to build. So we will be taking calls today. If you want to call in, you can reach us at 610-363-1110. You can also post your question on social, or if you're watching on the website, you can post it there as well. We do have Sam this morning, and he is with the FISM news team. He's going to tell us what's happening in the world, and then we'll hear from Craig Halbert with the Ag Report. Hey there, Shanna. In some very good news, which is the top news of the day, I'm sure everyone knows about it a little bit. Uh, This is great news for Friends of Freedom and free speech especially. Seth already touched on this just a little bit, but that is Twitter has accepted Elon Musk's $44 billion offer to buy the company. Uh, Following the announcement, the self-styled free speech absolutist released a statement of his own saying this, quote, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy. Among the changes Musk would like to see on the site include adding an edit button for published tweets, which in fact it does not have, surprisingly enough, expanding the character limit to allow for longer posts, cracking down on spam and authenticating all real accounts, 
making the algorithm open source, and then also, of course, allowing for greater freedom of speech on the website. Interestingly enough, former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey reacted to Musk's acquisition of the company with a statement of his own, where he said Musk is the, quote, singular solution to addressing the company's problem. So very exciting news, something we'll be, I'm sure, covering for the rest of the week as all the nitty-gritty gets uh, unfolded throughout this situation it is really incredible and honestly been a lot of fun to watch. Meanwhile, some other big news. A federal judge in Louisiana is temporarily uh, barring the Biden administration and the CDC from lifting Title 42. That is the Trump-era COVID policy that allowed Border Patrol to turn away migrants due to health concerns, spe uh, specifically COVID-19 health concerns. The measure was slated to end on May 23rd, prompting bipartisan concerns that the U.S. would see a surge of migrants at the southern border, understandably enough. The ruling follows a lawsuit against the Biden administration from 21 Republican states over plans to end the measure. Looking now to the war in Ukraine, where Russia once again raised the threat of nuclear conflict. Uh, like I said, again, it is getting pretty scary over there. Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov was asked on state TV about the potential for World War III, to which he replied this, quote, The risks are now considerable. And then he added this, quote, It should not be underestimated. So that like I said, is pretty scary. Uh, interestingly enough, despite this threat, Lavrov said peace negotiations with the Ukrainian delegation would continue. So that is quite the interesting statement that he's continuing with peace delegations despite threatening nuclear war. That is quite the statement, but uh, not, all that, not all that surprising from what we've heard from Russia up to this point with the war in Ukraine. Also on today's program, those are the top stories, but I'll cover now some of the smaller stories, but still interesting stories we'll be covering tonight on FISM News at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The uh, chief of staff for Vice President Kamala Harris has resigned or has at least announced her resignation in the future. This is making her the 12th senior staffer in recent months to leave Harris's services. So certainly just falling apart in the uh, vice president's office. Meanwhile, former President Donald Trump has been held in civil contempt by a New York court for refusing to hand over documents, though his legal team is appealing the ruling. It's really an interesting case because Donald Trump's side is saying that they actually don't have the documents that the court is requesting. The court is requesting certain information, and Donald Trump says, you know, honestly, that information requesting actually does not exist. We do not have the documents that you're requesting, and for that reason, he's being held in contempt. So we'll have to see where that goes. I'm sure, as far as Donald Trump's concerned, he's just shrugging it off. Uh, and also, in other news, the Louisiana Senate voted 29 to 6 in favor of a bill that requires transgender athletes of all ages to compete by their biological sex. This is marking the uh, second time the state has attempted such a move. And then also the Supreme Court heard oral arguments yesterday from attorneys representing a former high school football player uh, and coach that was fired for refusing to end his practice of kneeling for prayer at the 50-yard line after games. I said football player. He was a football coach. He was fired for uh, praying at school games. So the Supreme Court hold, uh, heard those uh, oral arguments. We'll go into further details about those tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. But with that, let's go to the Ag Report with Craig Halgard. 
This is Craig Haugard with your Financial Issues Egg Update for April 26. Well, the corn market started lower but was able to move higher by the end of the day as it was supported by further delays in planting as storms hit various regions of the corn belt. We also had very solid weekly export inspections as they came in at 65 million bushels. After the close, the crop progress report indicated that 7% of the U.S. corn crop has now been planted, and that trails the five-year average of 15% normally planted by this date. At the close, the July futures were nine cents higher, settling at 7.98. The oilseed complex saw lower trade with soybeans double digits lower, and soybean meal and soybean oil also lower for the day. It was pressed by a slowing economy in China and a fall in world vegetable oil prices. Overnight, Indonesia clarified that the export ban that announced on Friday does not include crude palm oil. In positive news, we did have the announcement of the sale of 19.6 million bushels of both old and new crop soybean beans to China. At the close, the July soybean futures were 12 and 3 quarter cents lower, ending the session at $16.75 and a quarter cents. Wheat futures were mixed with Minneapolis and Kansas City higher, while Chicago wheat closed lower. The difference was driven by weather, with Kansas City futures being impacted by drought in hard red winter wheat country. The crop in Texas is only rated as 8% good to excellent. 16% of Oklahoma's crop falls into that category, while in Kansas, 24% of the crop is rated good to excellent. Weather conditions are also slowing the planting of spring wheat, with Minnesota, for example, reporting that no spring wheat has yet been planted in that state. A year ago, 18% of the Minnesota crop was already in the ground. At the close, Minneapolis July futures were 14 and three quarter cents higher at 11.77 and a half. Kansas City rose by three and a half cents to close at 11.53, and Chicago futures were two and three quarter cents lower, ending the day at $10.72 and a half cents per bushel. Cotton futures traded lower, but were their way towards the top end of the trading range as the market closed. Now, weather is going to be the primary driver of U.S. cotton prices in 2022, specifically rainfall levels in West Texas. West Texas cotton crops account for about 35% of total U.S. production, and the U.S. produces more than 40% of global cotton exports. So weather in West Texas is going to be extraordinarily crucial in the days that lie ahead. At the finish, July futures were 44 points lower, selling at 135. 41. Livestock futures experienced a widespread sell-off. June live cattle were $3 lower, settling at $135.42.5 and per hundredweight. August feeder cattle dropped by $2.40 as they settled at $174.50 per hundred. And June lean hog futures were hit hard as well. At the close, June futures were down $4.75 at $114.25 per hundred. Class 3 milk futures clawed their way to a higher close. At the finish, the May futures were 13 points better, settling at 24.68. And finally, meat cutout values were mixed. Choice box beef ended the day a dollar and 31 cents lower at 266 dollars and 60 cents. Select boxes were a dollar and 75 cents higher, settling at 256.52. And pork carcass cutout values really took a beating. They were down five dollars and 49 cents, settling at 105 dollars and 79 cents per hundredweight. This has been Craig Haugard with your financial issues ag update. We'll be right back with more financial issues after this. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Shanna Burke, continuing on for Dan Celia. And we just want to let everyone listening know that the ministry is working diligently towards a solution for the continuation of the buy list. So if you're a partner, hang with us. If you're not a partner, um, consider becoming one. It's very cost effective. It's only $85 or $124 a year, not a month, but a year. And it's going to teach you how to be biblically responsible with your investments. And it will give you a strategy that I believe that will give you a lot of peace of mind about what you're doing with your in your investing life. So we're going to continue to do our best to stay as true to Dan's uh, original strategy as possible. And if you're listening to us, you know, lots of transitions going on here. Starting next week, I'll be with you during the eight to nine hour live uh, Monday through Friday. And we'll be taking calls and doing the same things that we've always done. With the transition going on, you may want to download the phone app, um, the FISM phone app. So you can have us with you wherever you go. You can listen to the podcast. You can watch us live. You can listen live. And all of those good things, um, we just don't know at this point which stations are going to continue carrying the show and which aren't. So we encourage you, if you're listening on the radio and that's your primary way of hearing us, 
contact the radio station that you listen to and encourage them to continue airing the show because they're they're very responsive to the listeners. They want to most stations want to give the listeners what they want to hear. So we just encourage you to do that. So if you're um, over um, in any of your sectors, if you're a partner, you can use this time while you're waiting on the resumption of the buy list to just review your portfolio, get to uh, know what you have, why you have it. If you're overweighted in any areas, you could go ahead and, you know, take some profits out and just, you know, stay a little bit heavier in cash for the time being. If you have concerns about the market, which I know so many do right now. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in just a minute, but we do have some calls. So I want to get to those. We have Emily. Emily's calling us from Ohio. Hi, Emily. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to say I'm just missing Dan's powerful voice so much and have been a longtime partner um, and just was really blessed by him in the ministry and listened in yesterday to you and was just so encouraged to hear some of the things that you shared and just feel like God's really going to use you to carry on. So I was thanks for that, that, Emily. We all miss him so much. Yeah. Um, so my question is, um, I have about a hundred thousand dollars of cash that is important to us in our retirement and we want to get it into the market. And just given some of the things that you shared yesterday and seeing the market be volatile and some of the things that are occurring just in our economy and in the world, um, do you feel that getting it in as a one-time event or dollar cost averaging, which way would you advise for that amount of cash, which is a lot to us? <laughs> uh, my preference by far is to dollar cost average because short-term there is just so much uncertainty in the markets. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more here in just a minute, but I suspect we're going to have a pretty volatile year with everything that the Fed is doing I suspect that we're going to see some pretty aggressive rate hikes. And even though supposedly we are expecting those and wanting the Fed to do it, it's still going to create upset short term in the market. So I think there's going to be lots of opportunities this year to get money in. And it's just, I mean, it's just a good strategy. I mean, if you're more than 10 years out to retirement, you, you really can't go wrong with dollar cost averaging. The worst, The worst case scenario really is that, the market goes up, you know, if, you, if you're going to dollar cost average in over six or 12 months is that the market is significantly higher than it is right now. And that means that you lagged in performance, but it's not going to, I mean, it's not going to make that much of a difference in the long term. So, you know, if you have more than 20 years, I mean, you could consider doing it uh, in a much shorter time period, maybe two to three months. But the closer you are to retirement, the longer I would say, you know, go more six to 12 months and trying to get that money into the positions that you want to get into. Because I just, I, I think we're going to see a lot of volatility this year. Okay. That makes a lot of sense to me. And that's what I wanted to know. So I appreciate okay. it. Thanks for calling, Thank Emily. You. And we have another caller. Let's get to Kathy. Kathy is calling from Washington. Hey, Shanna. Good morning. And I want to concur with what Emily said. Um, mm -hmm. I hear a strength in your voice that um, wasn't there to begin with. So <laughs> I'm really excited that you're taking over. 
um, and carrying on. So thank you for being willing to do that. And Jim and I are super excited for you. Great. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so my question is, um, we got the financial, or not the financial, but we got the estate planning appointment coming up this week, so we're taking care of business. But Jim is, um, you know, not working. He's retired, my husband, and um, his Social Security will kick in um, at the end of this year. But he is looking to bring in some extra income. We are going from an income of $180,000 down to about $55,000 with me taking a new job at a Christian school. And we are wondering if refinancing the only debt that we have beside the mortgage, we have a car loan and it's like $571 a month and the interest rate is 4.39. We still have 44 months left to pay on this. And so I called um, Christian Community Credit Union, and they can't beat the rates that I can um, get with the same credit union that we have the loan with. So we're wondering if refinancing to to lower the, the payment about $300 a month, which is going to give us some wiggle room for the next eight or so months, is a smart move. Uh, the interest rate would be anywhere from 3.34% all the way down to 2.64%. Um, and if we have enough money every month, we might pay, might be able to pay some towards the principal. But I just, my gut feeling this morning was like, that's, this is stupid. Just keep paying what we're paying. But at the same time, we're not sure if that's the right move. Does it lengthen the time that you're going to owe any? Well, 44 months is what we're going to owe, you know, if we don't do anything. we still got 44 more payments. Um, and, yes, it would. I mean, there's three options. We could go to all the way out to 84 months, which is ridiculous. Uh, we could go down to 72 months or down to 60 months. So, um, but 60 months is only going to save us uh, just under $200 a month. But even that would be giving us that little bit of wiggle room that we need with such a huge decrease in our, our income that we've depended on for so many years. So it's a big change, yeah. but it's worth it. Yeah. So I would say if you're going to do it, don't do any more than 60 months. I mean, I wouldn't, and I would hesitate even there if you feel like you can continue that payment. Um, but if you're going to do it, you're, you're going to need to do it sooner rather than later because I believe that we're going to see these rates continue to tick up. So um, you could do it now and just continue to pay the extra. I think that might be the, be the best route is to go ahead and refinance for 60 months, save the extra money, but continue to make the same payment that you're making now so that you uh, – you know, you continue to decrease that principal and then you just have that little bit of a safety net just in case um, you're having trouble, you know, making the the other payment. Perfect. Thank you so much, Shanna. Okay, great. Thanks for calling, Kathy. All right. I think we do have um, at least a couple of social, right, Seth? 
Yes, we do hear Shanna. A couple great things here. Uh, Joanne was saying, Dan was so powerful in being biblically responsible. He is the one who helped me see the importance to become a partner with FISM. I always knew my money was not mine, but God's. Dan showed me to do something about it and to give and serve others in so many ways. Dan was awesome, and I see him in you, Shanna and Seth. That's awesome, Joanne. Thank you. That's great. Thanks for that so much. Absolutely. Dan meant a great deal to both of us, and he was a very, very great mentor and imparted so much wisdom, and we're we're very, very grateful for that. Amen. And then Paula has some sweet words for me saying, I'm going to miss seeing and listening to you, Seth, but congrats for Shanna. Amen to that, Paula. That's awesome. You know, I, I think that's kind of the consensus out there, Seth. So, you know, Seth is going to continue to produce the show, so I'm sure he will weigh in on some things and we'll keep him involved here. Absolutely. And Shanna, you know, I did mention this yesterday, but I, for one, am very excited to not be on camera anymore. Dan always used to say he had a face for radio, and he actually said that about me one time as well. So <laughs> that's, that's basically how that goes. <laughs> well, luckily, most people hear us on the radio. There you go. There you not go. as many people watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Shanna, um, do you want to tackle Charles's question there or, or, or do you want to maybe save that one? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Sounds let's good. So, so Charles asking on the website, could you, ed- could you educate us a little bit on using SOSEPP, SOSEP? I know Dan seemed to have a very negative view on it, but for someone who has taken Dan's advice on keeping a significant portion of retirement investments in a non-qualified account, which could easily provide the flexibility that SOSEP would not, it seems like using a SOSEP to retire early or semi-retire could be a very viable option. What are your thoughts? So lots of thoughts there. So the SOSEP is substantially equal payments. It's part of the 72T provisions um, where you can take money out of an IRA account and you can have an exception to the rule, you know, where you can uh, not pay that 10% penalty if you're under 59 and a half. Now, the provision for that is that you have to do it. You have to take substantially equal payments calculated by the IRS's formula for that. And you have to take those payments out for at least five years or until you're 59 and a half, whichever is longer. So, you know, I am in agreement with we should be reducing the amount of money that we have in qualified accounts and getting that out without a penalty is a is a good idea. Here are my reservations is that if you do this, you're going to be locked in to taking out that certain sum of money for at least five years. It doesn't say how old he is. Could be longer than that. If he's 50 years old, he's going to have to take these payments out for 10 years. There is so much uncertainty now with the tax code going forward. I know we have an upcoming election, but there is, uh, you know, I believe taxes are going to be higher in the future than what they are today. So I am a fan of moving that money out, going ahead and paying the taxes in the lower tax bracket. But if you get locked in for 10 years and tax code changes a lot, it could um, be a real burden to you. So I would be careful with that. You know, I would be more in favor of maybe doing a Roth conversion with some of it. That's one way to avoid the penalty and at least get it out of that pretext. So I'm Sheena Burt, continuing on for Dean Celia, and we'll be back right after this. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Shanna Burt, continuing on for Dan Celia with Financial Issues. So let's take a look at some financial issues. And I do need to give my disclaimer. I'm a financial advisor in private practice. Securities are offered through GA Repl and Company, a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, members of FINRA and SIPC. So on Monday, yesterday, the Dow advanced more than 200 points after cutting a near 500-point loss from uh, earlier in the day. So uh, the dramatic market reversal pushed the NASDAQ composite higher by 1.3% and the S&P up by 0.6%. So if you listen to the headlines yesterday uh, morning before the market opened uh, and you got out when the market dropped, you got real scared and, and got out, the yesterday morning, the headlines were U.S. stock futures sink, su- suggesting more losses on Monday. So, again, you know, I just like to point out how the headlines are wrong in the short term. I mean, it's just, you know, short term speculation is so uncertain and there's a great probability of being wrong if you make those short term predictions. So we try not to do that here at Financial Issues. We have a very long term strategy. So let's take a look at where the markets are today. So in the true nature of the markets being bipolar, they are down quite a bit. The Dow is down 1%, the Nasdaq's down 2.5%, and the S&P is down 1.5%. Oil is hovering around $100 a barrel, and NAT gas is up 3% today to 687 So to put us in perspective where we are year to date and kind of from a all-time high back in November, the S&P is down between 11 and 12%. 
The NASDAQ is hovering right there in bear territory. I think it's actually dipped back into bear territory, which means that it's down more than 20% since the highs in November and almost since uh, 20% year to date. So in economic news, you know, we are in earnings season right now where companies report their quarterly earnings. So this is the first one for the year. And this week we have 160 companies that are reporting uh, from the, that make up the S&P 500. So 20% have already reported a little more than 20% now. Um, and 75% are beating the expectations by about 9%. So we are seeing uh, mixed results. You know, we've we've had some some big losers out this year too, and or this quarter too, and those are the things that we tend to hear about. Um, overall, we are seeing profit margins holding up pretty decent for now, but the warnings are in there that uh, inflation is a real thing and is going to be passed on to the consumer to the point that the consumer won't take it anymore. But right now they, the consumer is holding strong. So we even see uh, companies like Amazon, who's going to start to impose a 5% fuel and inflation charge on their merchants going forward. I believe it's starting in May. So, which is just right around the corner. So today we got durable goods orders out. Now durable goods uh, report measures the delivery of goods that are expected to last at least three years. So here are the numbers. The new orders for U.S. manufactured durable goods increased 0.8% month over month. And this is for March, um, which is good news after February's uh, durable goods order number dropped 1.7%. So uh, 0.8 for March is a little bit less than what the experts were expecting at a 1% gain, but it's much better than what we saw in February. So excluding transportation, new orders rose 1.1% versus negative half a percent in February. So this is a, a good thing. Excluding defense, new orders advanced 1.2% versus the negative 2.1% uh, last month. Computers and electronics products were up two of the last three months, and they led the increase last month by $0.7 billion, or 2.6%. More importantly, um, orders for non-defense capital goods, excluding aircraft, and this number is very closely watched for business spending plans, so capital investment. And this number rose by 1%, rebounding from 0.3% negative, negative 1 point, negative 0.3% in February. So it beat expectations by double. Um, the economists were expecting half a percent increase, and we got 1%. So that is a good sign to see that capital spending is remaining positive. This means that at least for the time being, businesses are still seeing reasons to invest in growing their businesses. Home prices also came out today. As you might expect, the Case-Shiller 20 city home index surged 20.2% from a year ago. That means uh, across the country, at least in these 20 cities, home prices are up 20% higher than where they were a year ago. 
Some of the leading areas were Phoenix. Phoenix saw a 32.9% increase in their home prices. Tampa at 32.6% and Miami right at 30% increase in home prices year over year. Prices were strongest in the South, um, 28.1% in the Southeast, 27.9%. But every region that they looked at within the 20 cities continued to show impressive gains with every single region showing double digit increases year over year. So that is uh, very interesting. Uh, The consumer confidence number just came out right as we were going on the air, and I didn't really get a chance to take a hard look at it, but it does appear to still be positive. It, um, It slipped a little bit over last month, and let's see, there it is. It is 107... Point three. Last month it was 107.6. Anything over 100 continues to indicate that the consumer is still pretty positive, at least for now. Uh, the forecast or the consensus was for 108, so a little bit below what the uh, experts, the economists were expecting, but holding up for now. So that is a very good thing. Tomorrow, we're going to get the, I'm sorry, not tomorrow, but Thursday, we're going to get a first look at first quarter GDP. So I won't be here with you this Thursday, but we will, I'm sure, talk about it when I come back on Monday. And just as a reminder, on Monday, we will be, I will be moving to that an hour earlier. So wherever you are, if you're in central time, I'll be at eight o'clock. If you're Eastern time, I'll be at nine o'clock. But if you miss it, you can always go back and catch the podcast or you can watch it on the FISM app later when they replay it. Friday, we have personal income numbers coming in and uh, the final read on University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Index for April. So overall for now, the consumer is still strong. uh, Housing market is still strong. Job market is still strong. We'll get those employment numbers out on Thursday that we continue to watch. But um, we're still seeing some strength in the economy. Travel demand is strong. So now let's talk about the Fed and what we're seeing there and what we're expecting to see there. So here's what I think is going to happen with the Fed and how it's going to impact the markets. I think that the Fed is going to be aggressive with rate hikes this year. I think they're going to they're they're indicating that 50 basis point hikes are probably likely at most of the meetings this year, even indicating that 75 basis points is not completely off the table. So I think they're going to do what they say they're going to do with rates, but I don't think that they're going to do what they say they're going to do with quantitative tightening. So they may want to, but I don't think that they can. We're going to be watching it closely to see what the Fed's balance sheet does. But as one of uh, my one of my brilliant friends put it this way, he called uh, Powell a magician in getting everyone's attention focused on rising rates so they don't pay attention to what's happening or not happening with quantitative tightening, uh, which is pretty much nothing at this point. So I believe that they need to do, the Fed needs to do what they say that they're they're going to do. But although they're not supposed to be political in any way, I just believe that they have way too much seen and unseen pressure 
political pressure um, to really be able to do what they need to be doing with quantitative tightening. Uh, they will be trying to impact inflation using interest rates, but if they don't pull some of the liquidity out of the system, I don't know that we'll see the quick and dramatic impact that they want with inflation. Um, I'm, I'm taking a, a play out of Dan's playbook here to step out and say what I'm not really hearing almost anybody else say, and all the talk is now about interest rates. Every time that you hear financial news, it's all about you know what the Fed is going to do with rates. But I believe that we really have to keep a close eye on that balance sheet and see what's happening there. I think that this year there's going to be a lot of downside volatility in the market every time we get a rate hike. It's just like the last tightening cycle that we saw. Even though we're expecting and thinking the Fed should increase rates, the market's going to do a little dance every time it happens. And barring any other geopolitical events, as long as the free money stays in the market and the Fed doesn't act on their tightening plan, it's the, all that money has to go somewhere. And the U.S. stock market is still the best looking horse in the glue factory. So companies are flush with cash. They're going to continue those stock buybacks. The money is going to continue flowing into the U.S. market. Um, and, you know, the market may stay fairly strong. But you know, as long as the economy does. But we're keeping an eye on it for you. We're going to continue to do that. And uh, I'm Shanna Burt. I'm continuing on for Dan Celia. We'll be back right after this, and we'll be taking your calls and questions on social. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The opinions and recommendations expressed on this show do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors.
Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Shanna Burt, continuing on for Dan Celia here at Financial Issues. And uh, I am live for you with you for the rest of this hour. And then uh, Seth is going to do a great job, I just know, of doing the the two live hours for the rest of, of this week. And then I will move to the first hour, which is 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern, starting next week. And we'll do our best to continue on the great work that the Lord used Dan Celia to raise up. So um, we do have, I did want to mention FISM News again. We do the news hit, and uh, there were some interesting things that Sam talked about this morning that I hope, uh, I have a feeling he's going to talk more, or the, the team is going to talk more about tonight on the news. So that is 6 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, and you can catch it on the FISM dot tv website or on the phone app that you can download from either the android store or the apple store and you can take us wherever you go there's lots of other great programming on there besides just financial issues Uh, you can check those things out too but two of the things that he did mention of course you know that all anybody can talk about right now is elon musk buying twitter and you know i think that's Pretty much a general consensus, except for, you know, people, of course, on the left who are comparing him to uh, China and the Nazis and Russia and trying to thinking he's going to censor things when that's what they've been doing all along. But uh, interestingly enough, I did see because I was kind of thinking, oh, great, if if Elon gets it, you know, maybe Trump will be back on there. But I did see a statement where Trump said that he even if his account is reactivated that he doesn't plan on going back on. I'm assuming that's because he has his own platform now that um, is growing, I guess. I'm still on the waiting list, so I have not been able to check it out. I don't know if if anybody else has or not. So another thing that he mentioned was the Title 42 news, and I was really glad to hear that, especially in the wake of uh, the 22-year-old National Guard Uh, Bishop Evans, who died recently, he was working, uh, patrolling on the border, and he jumped in the water to save two uh, illegal immigrants who were crossing later to find out that those illegal immigrants were drug smugglers, and he lost his life to save them. So this is, you know, just really what happens when you have the kind of loose borders or open border policy that the Biden administration has and you know of course their their motives i think are less than honorable in allowing in all of these uh, illegal immigrants not holding up law and order in this country and just allowing those things to happen so you know i was glad to see a small victory there um also um we have Rig count. So last Friday, I took a peek at the rig count numbers in the U.S. just to see what was happening. So what I saw was that the the rig count has increased from 650 rigs to 695 just since the end of February, which is when the Ukraine invasion began. So prior to the pandemic, the rig count was at 800. The pandemic dropped rig count. Um, A lot of the rigs closed because of fears of decreased demand and a lot of uncertainty. So rig count dropped down to 244. Now, 
This was under the Trump administration uh, in 2020 when this happened, but the rig count dropped because of pandemic-related fears. But what's happened since we've seen Biden take office, we've seen that rig count steadily go up from there. But wait, how can that be? Biden promised on the campaign trail no drilling on federal land. That was one of the promises that he made. But like all great politicians who've gone before him, he has compromised on uh, (laughs) at least one, including this, of his campaign promises. So I guess the out here is at least he's not blaming it on Trump. He's blaming it on Putin. So Putin made him do it. You know, Putin is bringing in all of this inflation. But what he did was he put uh, Biden put 144,000 of acre acres of land, federal land, up for lease in nine states as soon as this week. I haven't followed up to see how that is going yet, but he is facing massive pressure to boost oil production because we are putting sanctions as we should on Russia, and this is going to limit, you know, Russia. I, I believe exports about three million barrels a day. So he has to do something. One of the things that he did is release oil from the strategic petroleum reserve. And, you know, I guess that has helped a little bit. Um, I suspect that maybe the, what's happening, the lockdown in China is put more pressure on oil than, uh, the release kind of easing it up. So this comes after, uh, this decision for him to put this, this, uh, land up for lease, to drill on. This comes after his March 31st state uh, threat to make companies pay fines on leases that they have that they are not drilling on. So companies have these leases uh, on, on land, but they weren't drilling on them because they feared the economics of what would happen if Biden actually kept his campaign promise with no more drilling on federal land. So they are, the administration said that they are now beginning to, quote, reset how and what we consider to be the highest and best use of America's resources for the benefit of all current and future generations. Hmm. Doesn't that really sound like he's committed? He's not too committed to the liberal left's extreme agenda for, you know, climate change. When the rubber meets the road. Our priorities are keeping things going in this country ahead of saving the earth. So, you know, we have to continue on putting gas in our cars, getting to work, taking our kids wherever they need to go, um, you know, getting to the grocery store and all of those things. So, you know, the liberal left's agenda of uh, green, the Green New Deal is just going to is just going to have to take a back seat. Now, this, of course, last week made the head spin of the liberal left as it happened just at the beginning of Earth Week and National Park Week. So, you know, here's the problem with the thinking of the liberal left uh, just on the topic of the environment. They think that we as human beings control the wind and the waves. They think that um, because they most of them do not either know or submit to the Lord. They attribute way too much power to humankind. They believe we have way more power and control than we really have. 
So are we having global warming? Is the earth deteriorating? Are we destroying the earth? Not going to argue that point. Maybe, you know, the Lord says so. The Lord says that the, this earth is passing away. So why would we, in our limited understanding, think that we could reverse the plans of a sovereign and powerful God? But, you know, that is just that is just the stinking thinking of those that don't know God. They they see the things that are happening because what God says will always come to pass. It will always come true. So they're seeing the things that God said would happen are happening, but they're coming to the wrong conclusion. They're thinking that they have the power to change what an almighty sovereign God said would happen. So is it wrong to take care of the earth? Absolutely not. We should be the best stewards of everything the Lord has given us, including the earth. All I'm saying is that we should be way more focused on the things that have God's heart, which are people, rather than worshiping the earth, right? You know, save the whales and save the trees, but kill the babies. That's not God's heart. God made the earth and all of its resources for humans. He said that he put the earth under the dominion of man, not the other way around. So the, a UN panel said that there is more evidence than ever before that human activity, here we go again, it's all the human's fault and we've got to take control and we've got to be, we've got to, you know, do something about it. Um, that greenhouse gas emissions and war, are warming the planet at a rate unprecedented in the last 2000 years. And that the impacts of that warming are already severe and widespread. Last 2,000 years, huh? Coincidence. Isn't that about the time that Jesus prophesied that the end times would start, right? When Jesus left the earth, he said that we are now in the end times. Even though it's been 2,000 years, you know, time is, is not viewed by God the same way that it is viewed with us. So we are definitely in the end times. In Matthew 26, it says that you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. That's what we're called to, Christians. We're called to not be alarmed. Such things must happen, happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places, and all of these things are the beginnings of the birth pains. So wars, rumors of wars, famines, weather events, is it happening? Yes. What are we called to do? Figure out a way to stay safe from the coming financial crash, buy Bitcoin, hoard food, hoard ammunition. I couldn't find any of that in the Bible, except for prep, but not prep in the way that human beings see it. The Lord said, Stay vigilant, make sure that no one deceives you, and be found doing your Father's work. So let me encourage you here, folks. We are not to be alarmed at what's, what's happening in the world. We're to know that it was a plan that was set in place by the, by the creator of the universe. And we know that we are loved greatly and taken care of by the, by the master of the universe. He sent his only son to die for us. So let's remember that all we have is his. Let's be found good and faithful servants. I'm Sheena Burt, continuing on for Dan Jesus Chilling. said, 
Go sell all that you have. Give it to the poor. Take up the cross. Follow me. It's not your money I want. I want your heart. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.